I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This is Everyone is Hot. I'm Michael Stevens. And I'm Shelley Brooks. Each week, we invite a guest to discuss their movie crush. And the film that proves that person is a stealth sex symbol. Hey, let's get horny. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Michael. Happy holidays, Shelley. This. Happy holidays. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. I'm a soldier for Jesus in this war on Christmas. <laughs> well, hey, that is, you do you. Okay. <laughs> no, that's not true. It's not true. But we are releasing this episode on Christmas Eve, so it felt appropriate to say Merry Christmas Eve. Oh uh, yeah. To those who celebrate and to those yeah. who don't, I hope you're just having a nice day. Yeah, just to have a honestly a day off is just a day off is good. Uh, Michael and I were talking recently about how we're neither one big uh, Christmas heads. Um, I told Michael that my dream has always been to be able to have a New York Jewish Christmas. Um, you know, I do the big party with my family, but I would love to just be in New York getting Chinese food and watching a movie, but it's not going to happen. It's all right. I've accepted it. Yeah. Yeah. What can yeah I mean, you? you're not missing much. I mean, this year. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I guess I could technically do that any day, but, yeah. but listen, we might not be the biggest Christmas heads, but we do love a Christmas movie. Do we not? Oh, we love a Christmas movie. So many of them. Die Hard. Yes. Uh, Carol. Eyes Batman Wide Shut. Returns. Yeah. So, so many classics. But as much as we might like Christmas movies, we don't like them nearly as much 
as our esteemed guest this week. Michael, oh would you like God. to introduce our Absolutely. esteemed guest? <laughs> it would be the honor of my career to introduce <laughs> this next guest, a thrilling guest, an electrifying guest. Mm, his two adjectives. An improviser, comedy writer, storyteller, and uh, a Christmas professor, Alexis Lambright, everyone. Children. Oh, hey, kids. Oh, yes. Uh, wow, they love you, Alexis. Oh, thank oh. you. Thank you for that lovely intro. Oh, you're welcome. Thank yeah, you for thank you so coming much for being here. here. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Now, Alexis, could you tell us who your stealth sex symbol is this week and what movie we're going to be talking about? Oh, baby. My <laughs> stealth sex symbol uh, this week is none other than Loretta Devine. And I am going to talk about her performance in the 19 what is it 1996 Yo. christmas film mm -hmm. a pr uh, the preacher's wife whoops <laughs> the preacher's <laughs> wife <laughs> oh we are so excited uh we will get into the preacher's wife in in detail later but i mean even before we get to our next segment i just have to say when it comes to loretta divine oh <laughs> Absolutely. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but before we get into Miss Divine, who is Divine for sure, um, Michael, I believe we have a guest who's going to be joining us. Is that, have you heard anything from him this week? Promptly and on time. Yes. My oh, yeah? friend, my friend, uh, we we have a, a nice nickname for him. I guess this is his real name. Mm -hmm. um, he is He is known by many names. Derek. They um, call me yeah. But we know him here as <gasps> Dr. Drinkenstein. Michael, um, did you notice it only played one time this time? It only played one time, which means we don't have to pay him. Uh, we only have to pay royalties once. Oh, oh gosh. Oh. We, yeah. Uh, Alexis. Oh, Alexis, every single week, I accidentally play that sound cue twice in a row. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I've only been using this website for about a year. Um, and hey, I finally listen. got it down. It takes yeah. a while. It, these websites, they're tricky. Websites are tricky. They are. I think I got in my 10,000 hours today. So oh. finally, I understand how the buttons work. Thank God. Uh, well, it, it, while we're celebrating, I'm in such a good mood. And so I'm glad to hear that he is going to be here on time. Um, uh, the what, what time was that exactly that, that you gave him? Mm. Should be about ten minutes. Ten, ten minutes. Just give him a little bit of time. I'm like ten I mean, He's gonna be to here do... in ten minutes. I think he's gonna be here in ten minutes. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I I've asked you if you could like ask him to come early because we have mm -hmm. special guests like Alexis here. We have a Christmas professor on, and yeah, when we have a scholar here, we don't want to have her sitting around for ten minutes while we wait for this guy. Like, I understand so... he's a doctor as well, but yeah. Yeah. A doctor of mixology is no doctor of Christmas movies, you know? I'm so sorry, Alexis. Um, but okay. He does this every week, Alexis. If it's one thing that I learned from watching uh, The Preacher's Wife, mm. it's that if you believe and have enough faith mm -hmm. that people can change, they will. You've got mail. Oh. Hmm. 
Hmm. Wonder um, when y'all got AOL. That's me. I oh. have an AOL account. We both have oh. AOL. Um, we just find that it's much more reliable. Than- yeah. Um, I have an AOL account also. Um, oh, really? You, yes. You should email me at Lexi, L-E-X-Y-L-S-8 oh. at AOL.com. Um, that Do you want to really um, chat not- on AIM later? Sure, sure. Um, I'll be honest. I don't use it as, as much as I used to. Um, I mm. probably have about maybe a hundred thousand email unread emails oh. um, holy moly because it's like my spam it's it's kind of my spam account now but um, oh no I see, I see. yeah i but, mostly use my aol to to use aim and i just put in random names and send asl and just see what happens so that's who i've been answering uh to oh michael all this time all those <gasps> prank accounts i i hate when someone starts a conversation and then doesn't finish it and i would I just oh. thought that the problem was on my end. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That I think that might have been me. Um, but so, what did Derek, uh, our friend Doctor Drinkenstein, what uh, what has he said? Does he confirm that he's going to be here in two minutes? This, I guess like this, eight eight minutes now. This guy over here sent mm. an email. He sent mm. an email. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah, he sent yeah, an email I can, about being. He, he does it most weeks. He does it most weeks, but I believe that things can change because mm-hmm. it is Christmas time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is when people are their best. Mm-hmm. You see, this is... <laughs> so, does that mean he is coming? All right, well, I'm going to clickety-clack into my account. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Greetings to my dearest shock jocks. Shock jocks. Oh, shock jocks. Like what? That. What? That's so rude. I know. Oh, oh, I don't like that. Gosh, yeah. he's like, what do you think Is I am? Like Howard a, Stern? Like a right wing guy and we didn't know it? I don't know. <laughs> I hope this finds you fine and festive. I unfortunately am still licking my wounds from my Los Angeles sojourn, which has put something of a damper on my holiday cheer. While I would love to join you for the podcast, I fear I'm simply having too much of a blue Christmas to leave the comfort of my lab. No, I think it's best I stay home and nurse a nice angel face. A cocktail from my colleagues at the International Bartenders Association. Well, bad news is he's late. Good news is... I think he's he's he, done with the acting thing. Um, he's not late. He's he's not coming. Hmm. Like clearly from this note, he's not coming. I am still licking my wound. Yeah, I'm not gonna leave the leave the comfort of my lab. I'm simply having too much of. Oh, so he's sad. He's sad. Okay, sometimes I need to read emails twice to really understand what they say. Yeah, those details like Blue Christmas and stuff were a little Blue Christmas, a Blue Christmas. ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Oh God, Blue Christmas is a sad song. Yeah, yes. yes. I'll, yeah, I have a Blue, blue Christmas, Christmas without, without you. you. Oh, mm-hmm. did you think Blue was like calm or something? Blue is <laughs> my favorite color, and so oh, mm-hmm. I imagine you know I'll have a Blue Christmas without you. It's like oh, well, guess you're moving out. I guess it's oh. I can finally have myself a Blue Christmas. Paint things blue, blue trees, blue gifts, blue everything for me. Um, or maybe the the you is like a his lady friend, and he's like, I'm gonna have a blue Christmas with the boys. 
with you know, without you. Yeah. Just me and Du Bois. Just me and Du Bois. It's possible, but I don't well, think that that's what Dr. Drinkenstein meant. No, it, it definitely seems like he's not showing up yeah. and that I have egg on my face once again. Mm. And eggnog on your face. No one to blame. Mm. Um, nog? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be making jokes while you're. No, you know, I mean you could rub going through you your feelings. Salt on the wound. Um, you know, but uh, cinnamon on the wound. No, I don't know. No cinnamon on the wound. Nutmeg on the wound. Hey. Ooh, scratch. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is uh, much no, better. No, I'm sorry. Alex and I are, are being being goofballs, but I know it's 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 a lot for you to deal with. Oh, it's fine. Um, he did send uh, a drink. Like he always okay. does. So, yeah. um, well, could you send that over to me? And yeah. I don't I'll know, maybe could you my... like write him back and tell him that, you know, we're kind of disappointed, especially like in the Christmas season, we thought that he would like give us the gift of his presence. You know? Oh, wow. I actually just sent him an email and inviting him to our next show. Oh, um, Jesus but, uh, well, yeah, I sent you the, the recipe. Okay. I sent it to you. All yeah. right. Let's see. What, uh, what's your relationship with this guy? You've got mail. Very Hello? great question, and I think uh, we should really uh, lay that down before we jump into the recipe. Yeah, I think so, too. So, Drinkenstein is kind of a friend, kind of a, a paramour. Um, like the You band? know, we've, de we've definitely had, you know, some trysts in the past um, mm. of a romantic nature. Um, oh. but uh, there have been some triangles throughout the series, um, yeah. some, some yeah. challenges, some flips and flops. Um, listen, we've all had our moments God. with Derek, but, but no one's ever so, asked that question. But he? the problem is you that know? like, I can sort of like separate, you know, business and pleasure. So it's like, if he says he's going to come for the podcast, he either shows up or we cut him off. And Michael, he just can't seem to create that boundary. And so he mm. keeps inviting him back on like over and over and over again, even though this is the same thing that happens every week. Mm. I, I don't know. Mm. Listen, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to mm. criticize you, Michael. Mm. I just, mm. I'm just worried about you. I'm just, mm. I'm worried about you and I'm worried about the podcast. So. Mm. Yeah. I think we all are a little worried. I'm worried. I'm not, not, not to like, I'm a natural worrier. I was just talking mm. about this with my mom earlier today. I was mm. like, oh, you worry all the time. And mm. I inherited that from you. <laughs> Isn't that fun? But, um, you know, if this guy is treating you like crap, mm. you know. Thank mm. you, Alexis. might be good to put a set a boundary. Like, you can't do this anymore. And, like, really stick to it. <sighs> Thank mm -hmm. you. Because maybe he can't hear it. Like, Michael can't hear it from me. But maybe they can hear it from you, you know? Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I listen. We'll hash this out in our podcasters co-host therapy later this week. Mm. But for now, I think that we should just read this guy's recipe and just like mm. move on. Mm. Is that okay? Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. You you just take a moment. Mm -hmm. You know, gather gather yourself and. Then we'll get into things, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. I love you, Michael. Mm. 
This week's cocktail is called the Angel Face. Ingredients call for 30 milliliters of gin, 30 milliliters of apricot brandy, and 30 milliliters calvados. Pour all ingredients into a cocktail shaker filled with ice cubes. Shake and strain into a chilled cocktail glass. And that's how you make the angel face. Okay, how are you doing now, Michael? I'm pretty good. I'm just yeah. like, that's a delicious... He's over here just making delicious drinks for himself in his own home. And yeah. you know what? That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that is fine. You yeah, know? I'm, I'm with my two best pals right mm-hmm. now. Okay. Hey. Two best pals. Don't make me cry. <laughs> well, okay. don't. That would make me very uncomfortable. Okay. Well, um, so let's let's move on to our next. <laughs> um, Michael, you. How about you tell us what? Um, You're crying, the, right? No, I'm fine. How okay. about you tell us what the the preacher's wife is about? <clears throat> Absolutely. When a good-hearted preacher begins to doubt himself and prays to God for help. Help arrives in the form of an angel. While this heavenly visitor is supposed to help the good reverend, his family, and community through their time of crisis, he is soon distracted by the preacher's lovely young wife. (laughs) (laughs) Meow indeed. What a sexy movie this was. Mm-hmm. the sexiest yet christianist movie uh, <laughs> somehow it holds both denzel is the horniest little angel i've ever seen yeah and speaking of being horny uh alexis before we get into the main conversation michael and i like to do a little looping up first with mm. a little game we call the sexy trivia game now michael could you tell us What is the sexy trivia game? Well, well, well. I think y'all already know what it is. We're gonna get the listeners real slick for some movie chatting with movie trivia. Hmm, yeah. I'm gonna kick it off with a little letter A. Denzel Washington originally wanted Julia Roberts for the part of Julia Biggs. After he realized that Whitney Houston would be better for the role, he offered it to her, but she turned it down. Washington continued to ask her for a year until she finally agreed. Wow. Wow. I can't believe Julia Roberts would have had her first crack at that. Remember that story about how who was she supposed to play Harriet Tubman? Harriet Tubman. Harriet what? Tubman. Yeah. Who was supposed to play Harriet Tubman? Julia <laughs> Roberts, pretty woman. No. Erin Brockovich. You're lying. Harriet Tubman. Yes, it is this real. Is the lore. This what? is the lore. Yeah. Oof. Oh my god. We can't have nothing. We can't have nothing. <laughs> it's that's oh I can't even I have no words. It did that. It ow. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is how you find out. That's that's not sexy. Um, sorry to cut the sexiness with my shock of what just happened. No, that's not sexy news. Mm. Um, it's interesting because I, my mom, um, told me this. Wow, I've mentioned my mom two times on this show. I hope she's doing all right. I, doing I uh, years ago, she used to say how um. 
Julia Roberts loved Denzel and like loved working with him in uh, the Pelican Brief and like had like a crush or something. And she was supposed to be a love interest of his in a movie, but he, this is her words, uh, he um, turned down a role or like he was supposed to, yeah, it was supposed to be like a love interest. And so he decided not to do that because he didn't want to upset his, his black female fans. I have heard that as well. Oh, okay. So she didn't just make that up. Yeah, okay. I don't think your mom read it up. I think it's true. Smart lady. Smart lady. Smart lady. And yeah, I like her. <laughs> She's cool. <laughs> now, Alexis, would you like to read us another bit of shocking trivia with number B? Absolutely. Okay. <clears throat> Though Jennifer Lewis plays Whitney Houston's mother, she is only six years older. Oh boy. Mm. That's and, rough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I found that weird too. Poor well, J. Lou. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she looks great. I don't care who she's playing. Ooh, um, she looks yeah. Wrong thing. Hot, hot, hot. I think that I just accidentally deleted the sexy music, so I'll add it back in post. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna have so, to read this acapella i will i Perfect. will <laughs> get ready guys because it's gonna be real sexy oh yeah uh item c <laughs> the ice skating rink scene was filmed in portland maine at deering oaks park Prior to filming, the location had been selected because of the snow and ice pond in the park. However, the week that filming began, Portland had an unusual winter heat wave, and the ice and much of the snow had melted. Artificial snow and ice had to be used in the end, and the actors had to skate on ice that kept turning to slush from the melting. Notice how I read that much faster than usual because I got very self-conscious without the music. I think you're doing a great job. <laughs> a you. consummate professional. I don't know I what that word, so those terms mean, but you, I've I'd, heard you, it said You before. nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. Means, yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, you did great. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I did great. You did great. We're all doing great. Uh, <laughs> Alexis, great. you were great. We're all great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, gosh. Ooh, goodness. Yeah, I think I celebrated too soon with not messing up the Drinkenstein sound. So then I got <laughs> overly excited and completely deleted <laughs> the sexy music from Hubris. the sound bar. <laughs> I flew Have too close to the sound bar. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, now that we snow, sorry, sorry. Oh sorry. yeah, no, yeah. it's yeah. <laughs> anyway, now that uh, we've gone through our sexy trivia, I think it's time for us to to get to the preacher's wife. Do you think so, Michael? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> now I had not seen this movie in so long. It was like kind of triggering because <laughs> I definitely watched this in church as a child and sang the little Christmas song that the kids sang in church when I was a oh kid. My God. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, so how oh my God. had you seen this before, Alexis? When did you first learn about this movie? Yes. Uh, I, I don't even know the first time I saw it. I just know that when it was being produced or not produced when it was, um, uh, like around the time of its premiere, yeah, there were a lot of like uh, 
behind the scenes looks. I don't know if it was on Disney or some it, other it might have network. Been like I watched a lot of it tonight or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. It, yeah, but it was like also something that would re- kept repeating. So that's why it made me think like it might have been on the Disney Channel. But um, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I can see that. <laughs> and 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 Penny Marshall was is the director, and so mm-hmm. they like interviewed her and her process for um, directing. So I watched that a lot, but I don't know if I watched the movie in theaters right away but I do know that the summer afterwards um, when my family went to we drove from um, Dayton Ohio to Orlando Florida with like my cousins like my cousins who cousins aunts and 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 a couple uncles from like South Carolina they went to Ohio and then we drove from Ohio to South Carolina or to oh, um God. to Florida. And my uncle who's from New York, who was like newly saved, I think. Like he was like he became a preacher. He was he was a big time drug kingpin in New York. And then he uh I don't know, experienced um the Lord in a in what? an interesting way Uh, i can talk more about that later he he told me i know i'm getting like way off topic but he told me he said like uh one day um god like whipped me with these like (laughs) i don't know i don't know like in my mind i'm seeing like these lightning bolts just like beating him (laughs) but anyway (laughs) so um (laughs) i'll get to how this ties into the preacher's wife so we were (laughs) We were in this van and we're driving all these hours and he wanted to listen to the preacher's wife soundtrack on repeat for the entire drive. So oh I God. know like all the instrumentation of all the songs. And stuff. Oh my God. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, but I have seen the movie maybe two, three times in my life. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's uh i want to know everything about your uncle <laughs> i want i want i want a hbo series yes uh, i i i want this as a show i want you to narrate it um yes. <laughs> like a wonder years type show that i i love this yeah please grown uh, up you narrating and not like this little kid from the movie <laughs> My mommy and daddy worked at the church. Oh my like, gosh, Dudley's voice—it's killing me. It's very adorable, kind of like some speech something going on. He's like, "That's my mommy. She's very pretty. Sometimes we go to church, and then <laughs> yes, he was so cute. Yeah, <laughs> just like overly adorable children being like, and that happened a long time ago. It was a whole year. Oh, God. Yes, there's something that oh. happens with a with a cute kid that like I get very frustrated because I'm jealous. I think. Um, that I'm not cute anymore. Um, Aww, and it's just like, shut up. No, nah, nah, I'm not. You got to see me and my nephew in the same room. He's going <laughs> to get all the attention. <laughs> yeah. He Fair is. Enough. I love yeah. him. Fair enough. He's He's very cool. great. You love him. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Michael, yeah. you also saw this movie as a kid, right? Yes. Uh, this is in the genre of movie that my mom would turn on and I would kind of like 
watch it over her shoulder and be like, what is this? Is this Matilda? And she'd be like, no. Like, oh, this is a grown-up movie? Oh, okay, cool. Uh, let me know when I can watch Matilda. Later. <laughs> also, I think it's fair to say, like, based on everything I've heard about your dad as we've done this podcast, that he likes movies with moppets, like cute little kids. Like, he loves Fred Savage. I could see him really loving the kids in this movie. I feel like this is uh, this is definitely more of a, a Gina Stevens movie than it is a, mm. a Henry Allen Stevens movie, and that's because uh. my dad is allergic to church. Um, oh, so, interesting. Yeah. But my mom mm. loves God. <laughs> uh-huh. Ooh, yeah. very interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, what yeah, an I odd couple. Yeah, yeah, they are. Not. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon. Uh, <laughs> Real odd couple. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, and this is a very churchy movie. Yes, I mean the title is "The Preacher's, Preacher's Wife." wife. Yeah. No, you're gonna get yeah. some church. In there. <laughs> oh man, did this like resonate at all with you guys with like your church experiences growing up? Um, for me, no. So I I did grow up religious. I grew up um in a Presbyterian church, which is kind of like, um. Very, it's pretty relaxed, pretty. Um, uh, I don't want to say hippie, but it it it's. Ooh. We were allowed to wear like jeans and stuff to church, mm-hmm. but my parents grew up. My dad grew up Southern Baptist, and my mom grew up um, AME, which is African Methodist Episcopal, and they so like very uh, strict. You know, you always dress up for church, mm-hmm. so. It kind of the church in this movie resembled like their upbringing, um, and they kind of tried to in, in, like incorporate that into our like m- my brothers and I when we were growing up. But um, but our church was a little more laid back, yeah. so we didn't have like a big choir like in <laughs> in this movie. Um, our choir was pretty. Eh, it was all right. <laughs> they did the best they could. <laughs> Um, but anytime I would go visit like family and stuff, they, they had, they went to churches like this. So, so yeah. Interesting. Yeah. If your dad was allergic to church, Michael, did you guys go when you were growing up? Um, so we went to a bunch of different Christian churches, but I'd say on a whole, most of my, uh, experience of religion has been shaped by Catholicism and, uh, solemnity and, uh just uh whenever i would see uh like black churches in movies mm-hmm. i would be like man <laughs> i'm hanging around these spooky old white people all the time like <laughs> i want to have i want to go to a fun church yeah but we're singing fucking ghost hymns all the time <laughs> That's really funny that you say that because I was just thinking like I grew up Southern Baptist. Uh, oh, you I, had the fun mm-hmm. church. Well, you no, had- I did not. I declared myself an atheist at like 13 years old oh, in well, part that's... because oh, church sucked wow. so hard because I went to like white people Southern Baptist. Oh, so okay. it was spooky. not Isn't fun. It was just scary. It's just intense and spooky. <laughs> oh, that's what, oh God. Oh God. Oof. That's like, yeah. oof. They tried to be hip for a while. Like they had a service where like you could wear jeans and like they set up like a little porch and they'd have a guy come out and play like Christian rock songs. But yeah. then they would like broadcast the main preacher like on a screen and he'd just like talk about how gay people were going to hell and 
Like, oh, that, fun. That's not fun. It was cool. Yeah, I, you know, had like Sunday school where they told me like I was put on this earth to convert my Jewish relatives. Oh, uh, I see. Because otherwise they were going to hell. You know, it was really cool. Uh, <laughs> good church experiences growing up. So this movie made me very jealous because I was like, these people are having a good time. Everyone They've got seems Whitney very Houston well singing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got great hats. God. <laughs> God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So your crush this week was Loretta Devine which is just such a perfect choice. She is so beautiful in this movie and she is so cute. Yes. Oh my God. She is so, oh, she's so adorable. Like I had only seen her in mm, Waiting to Exhale, which I know she filmed before this and was and was also um, alongside Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. Um but seeing in, seeing her in this movie, um, especially recently, I was like, okay, okay, Miss Beverly. That's her name in the movie. She, I was yes. like, okay, you can get it, girl. <laughs> I love her micro braids and her voice. Every yes. time she sings, every time she speaks, she has this like beautiful, like high-pitched southern uh, accent. I just oh, love it. So gentle. So, so freaking gentle. gentle. Her, she yeah. doesn't have like a ton of scenes in the movie, but she like shines yeah. in all of them, especially her first scene with Denzel. She's so yes. funny and she is so cute. And her reading of the line when he like leans in, he's like, I haven't smelled a woman in so long. What is that? And she just goes, soap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, I'll get you a bar for Christmas. Sir, you are... He was getting real fresh with. He was out he was of the horniest angel. He was oh out of line. God. I, <laughs> I want to see like what his relationship is like with God, because like I, I, I know he's raising all kinds of heck up there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't say that. Oh uh, yeah, you never know. Well, he yeah. did have that moment at the end when he looks at the picture of Whitney Houston and Courtney B. Vance and then, like, imagines himself in the wedding photo. And then there's a roll of thunder. <laughs> and he looks up and he's like, okay, I'm sorry. That should get you on, like... Probation, at least. Dishes, yeah, or, like, dishwashing duty for the rest of eternity for doing yeah. that. Oh, don't do that. Uh. <laughs> well, it's funny. I hadn't watched it in a long time, but before... We recorded this. I rewatched the movie that this is a remake of, the movie The Bishop's Wife. It's a 1947 mm-hmm. movie with Cary Grant, uh, David Niven, and Loretta Young. Um, and it's funny the like contrast in the two movies because like the earlier one is so uptight and like even by like 1940 standards. And mm-hmm. there's the scene in at the preacher's wife where they are looking at the lingerie in the window, and he's like. Ooh, if you get that, that's the only Christmas gift your husband will need. And in the original movie, it's about a hat. A hat? <laughs> yeah. If you get that yeah. hat, that's the only gift your husband will need. Gonna drive your husband wild. Whoa! <laughs> upon your head. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, needless to say, uh, Denzel is a slightly hornier angel than Cary Grant was. Mm-mm-mm. The lady in the office where he says he likes her dress. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> he is no, nah, he's cartoonishly handsome uh and charming oh in this movie. And it it uh I don't know, I, I felt like a real Courtney B. Vance watching this movie. Um <laughs> I just 
Ugh. Yeah, I did tell Michael that I thought this movie should have been called uh, Cucked by an Angel. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Poor thing. It's a, it's too bad because Courtney B. Vance is... He's cute. He's, he's a very handsome. Man. He has and a you see very his, like, man. chest in one scene? And he, yes. He's looking good. Yeah. <laughs> well, if Denzel's in the movie, then, like, obviously you're going to look like nothing. And also right. he plays the character as such a fucking drip. <laughs> I think it's it's the way that he plays the character, I think, that really sells the uh, disparity between their attractiveness because mm. they're both objectively handsome men. Um, but yeah, yeah. And also, I mean, there are a lot of fantasy elements to this movie, obviously, um, because it's about an angel coming to Earth. I think the biggest fantasy moment is when Courtney B. Vance tells objectively the handsomest man who's maybe ever lived to go take his wife dancing. <laughs> Without yeah him. sir he's just too busy what are you thinking what like you fool such a bad idea such a bad idea oh it's no good it's no good <laughs> so we like to ask uh when it comes to your crush Loretta Devine would you say that she fits into like your normal quote-unquote type whether that's like in real life or like in your movie crushes um or is there something like unique about her in this movie that just really does it for you? Um, I think she probably fits into my my real life type of crushes um, because I, I, I like a... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to sound like an idiot right now. A strong <laughs> black woman. But no, I, I enjoy it. You know, she's, she's beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. And I... It, it was like something about the way she was with the children she was just like really she gave me like a kindergarten teacher vibe and i find that very sexy (laughs) oh i i was oh my god oh god that's so weird i just had this conversation with my dad about (laughs) really (laughs) like the energy that about that attracts me to people and it's just like if you're kind of like a kindergarten teacher then i'm like i will like raise your kids like <laughs> done wait it's actually so funny that you specifically say kindergarten teacher because i remember the first time i think that i realized that like adults have like special feelings for other adults is when i was in kindergarten um we had a parapro in our class and like the tv was on one day and there was like an interview with denzel on tv and <laughs> she just like turned and looked at the tv and went like <gasps> Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I was like, oh, okay. Damn. <laughs> There's some grown up feelings that I don't understand just yet. <laughs> Holy moly. I love that. That's so funny. I definitely don't I don't definitely didn't think of my teachers as having any like emotions or anything. They were just <laughs> like homework homework uh cannons no. and nothing else. <laughs> Oh, oh, God. oh God. homework God, cannons so yo it was really like that though um yeah. god homework cannons is such a i wish we knew each other when we were kids <laughs> me too i will uh you see these have this is a digression but have either of you seen the video of like the kid who's like yo no more homework y'all <gasps> no. i'm tired of doing homework i love him that kid <laughs> yo 
everything that we did it i i think that we walked so that he could run you know like, <laughs> yes we've been complaining about homework for years and Truly. now we're adults and one day he's gonna have a four-day work week because of us hopefully yeah you better um, thank us. radicalizing the children yeah <laughs> would you say he's your favorite internet child i feel like you're speaking to two adults who love <laughs> to send each other pictures of babies. That's what me and Alexis do. Yeah, it's, I'm, I like kind of feel weird about it, but I'm also like, it's not like, I'm, I'm just saying these are the adorable kids. Are and kids. if I had children, I would want them Aww. to be just like them. Yeah. Look at how cute these kids are. Um, yeah. No, there's. Oh, it's God. hard to beat like a cute little kid viral video, right? They're. They're so precious little for us to feel good about. <laughs> so whenever there's a kid just saying, you know, like, I like reading books. You know, like, that shit, is, that shit rules. You know the little girl who goes, I want a boyfriend. I love boys. Yes. That's, Ma that's Maddie. I love Maddie. Maddie. Maddie's great. I love her. I love the girl that stands in the bathroom sink going, I like my hair. I like my grandma. I like my sister. Yes. <laughs> oh so many good kids uh well the kids in this movie as we said are they're very cute a, a little grating a little a little too aware of how cute they are i think but but very cute but the adults man a cast stacked full of cuties right you've i mean you've got you've got denzel you've got whitney <laughs> you've got courtney you've got my boo loretta divine Oh. And you've got my other boo, Jennifer Lewis. She like, is so hot in this movie. Jennifer Lewis, it, it is, I like, in retrospect, I'm like, what were the producers thinking? Um, right? I'm like, okay, we have Whitney Houston, who's like, great, beautiful movie star. And then we have fucking, uh, for me, I'm like, Jennifer Lewis is distracting. Yeah. <laughs> That's yes. her mom. Yeah. That is her. She's so hot. beautiful. She's got those big old natties. Oh. Yeah, she. So, uh, have you read her book, The Mother of Black Hollywood? I have no, not. No, is it good? I highly recommend it. Ooh, it's an, incredible. But she talks about how she's played everybody's mother for like <laughs> thirty years, and she just does it well. Like you know, she's just. Yeah. Uh, but she, I, I, I love her. Like I think, really gives Denzel a run for his money as the horniest character in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Because yes, when yes. she meets him, she goes, ooh, and then like raises an eyebrow <laughs> in a way that is wonderful. It is charged. Yeah. She is only 64. Oh, my that God. That is insane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. She looked so good smoking her cigarettes in that movie. And like, I know it's supposed to be a happy ending that he like got her to quit smoking. Yeah. But man, she looked really good doing it. <laughs> she she looked very cool, you know. I'm just uh, like Denzel. Smoking why you... cigarettes. I don't. Why are you going to tell this woman what to do in this weird way? I don't know. Let her live her life. Yeah, who Denzel, gave you authority? God. Washington. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, Loretta Devine is 72. What? That's crazy. Because <laughs> she looked younger than... She She just oh, She just looks so great. She looks so yeah, young I thought she was movie. like 30 or something. That's nuts. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hollywood is crazy. 
They, they Casting makes cast no sense. <laughs> anybody they wanted to in this movie. It's like, okay, we're going to cast Angela Bassett as the grandma. Uh, like, <laughs> what the hell? Oh, my God. Yeah. Quivanjane Wallace is playing the grandma. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say Gregory Hines was looking really good, too. Yeah. He's got some sharp little suits. Mm, Even though his house looked crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It did look like a villain's compound. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. He totally could have been like a Bond villain, which I guess that was the whole the whole point. But <laughs> yeah, we needed somebody to like, hate. He's also supposed to be like a normal human man. <laughs> Yeah, he just, he was like a guy who lived in the community who made a lot of money off of real estate. And then he wasn't, like, he wanted to, of course, get rid of the church and, and like, turn the community into condos and and just, you know, like, completely gentrify it. So, yeah, that is... is always the bad guy. It's (laughs) But But he wasn't, like... I don't know. He wasn't Bond villainy evil. <laughs> yeah. So that house until you saw really his extra. white walls and white piano. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything was white. It's all white. Oh well. Do you? This is going a little uh, off topic, but do you remember what your first movie crush was? Like, do you remember the first time you like really fell for someone when you were watching a movie? Um, that's a great question. I was thinking about this earlier. So I. I know I had a lot of crushes on TV stars because I watched mm. movies when I was a kid, but I would usually watch the same ones over and over again. Yeah. Um, but I remember like my f- one of my earliest crushes was on <laughs> Terrence Howard in the movie uh, Mr. Holland's Opus. Yes. So have either of you seen that movie? <laughs> yeah, I haven't oh seen God, that movie. So long. Okay. But I'm familiar well, with this, John Terry. I, I think this is like it was like his first big role or maybe his first film but he's really young and like adorable and not like the dude from empire he's just <laughs> okay he so he he's this kid who i think he plays football but he has to get like a music credit so he takes the he takes up the um the the bass drum in the mm-hmm. marching band and he has like no rhythm and um <laughs> Yeah, it, just something about him, his beautiful face, and and I I, I was a sucker for green eyes back then, so oh, I was yeah. like, oh, you're gorgeous, yeah. I love you. And I yeah, would watch. I know he's now like, oh, I understand the math of the moon, but like he was so pretty when he was younger. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, and I so the movie would come on pay per view, and I would ask my mom if I could rent it uh, for like two dollars or whatever it was on pay per view. And then just watch that part. (laughs) I've never seen this movie. So I can, I'm just imagining this man. uh, I'm imagining the guy from Empire struggling to play the drums. (laughs) Man, I can't play no drums, man. (laughs) That was great. great. I watch a lot of Empire. Nice, nice. Fun show. Oh man, <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, well, Michael, we you know typically we do three movies. We have our main one, and then we pick one pairing each. We're doing it a little different this week, uh, so we're just gonna you know talk quickly about our sort of favorite Christmas movies, just movies off the top of our head that we would pair with this. So, did you have any thoughts on this? 
Um, the first Christmas movie that comes to my brain um, when mm. I think Christmas movies is Jingle All the Way because <gasps> it is a movie that I would uh, watch on repeat. I would like watch okay, don't it. Don't say too much about it because you're going to ruin uh, one of my trivia questions. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, I won't say too much about it. All I'll say is it's one of those movies as a homeschooled child who watched a lot of TV. I would just uh-huh. watch it and then rewind it and then watch it and then rewind it. Like, And my dad would be like, he hated the shit. I, like, I'd be like, Dad, I want a Turbo Man. And he's like, "They don't. that toy's not real. It's not real, so I can't buy it. Oh, you just have to believe. Uh, imagine, imagine being a forty-something-year-old man, and your kid wants a toy that's not real. What an awful predicament! I gotta go. How do apologize I explain to, to this kid? <laughs> it's not real. Oh my God, Michael! I think we would have been best friends. We would have been best. Oh. I love Jingle all the way. So cute. <laughs> Oh, and Sinbad oh, is, was like, that was my crack. Oh. I was like, if he was in the movie, yes. I have to watch it. Yes. What's going on with Sinbad these days? Where is he? Actually, he, I know last year he was having some health issues. So oh, I no. hope he's doing all right. He had like a, a stroke, I want to say. Jesus. Yeah. Oh my God. Damn, well, sorry to bring down. But that. he's doing a little bit better. Yeah. Okay, that's good to hear. I heard yeah. he was doing a little bit better and that he posted, uh, they posted like, I don't know if his stuff's on Netflix or something like that, but like you mm. can watch uh, Sinbad's stuff, and then I, I don't know. Yeah, I hope okay. he's doing well. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Sinbad, if you're listening, we all love you, and we hope that you're doing well. There's, yeah. there's like always a viral story about Sinbad, like <laughs> saying, like, "Hey, I'm still alive," <laughs> and. Wow. I think one way of looking at that is like, yo, I think we just really need for Sinbad to always be okay. Um, yeah. Like, I think we just love Sinbad as <laughs> as a zeitgeist. Um, and he's one of the few things connecting us to some sense of, I don't know, innocence? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's a real sort of icon for our generation. We yeah. just need to know that he's doing all right, because that means that we're still doing all right. We're still yes. good. <laughs> he's still... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jingle All the Way, that's a fun one. Uh, I, you know, am tempted to do this sort of like hipstery thing of like, uh, well, my favorite Christmas movie is Eyes Wide Shut. Um, <laughs> but, but my genuine favorite Christmas movie is uh, the Ernst Lubitsch film Shop Around the Corner. Uh, I watch it every single year. Oh. I love it so much. What is um, that? It is the movie that You've Got Mail is a remake of. Um, oh. It is the... God, just the sweetest movie. It's uh, also what the musical She Loves Me is based on. But it's Jimmy Stewart and Margaret Sullivan. Uh, they work in a Hungarian little like perf- perfume shop uh, and are pen pals, but they don't know it. And they fall in love, but they're enemies at work. Uh, it's oh. very beautiful. Ernst Lubitsch is, you know, an incredible director. He did things like Ninochka, um, what else did he do? To be or not to be, um, just like a, a beautiful sort of like, you know, mid early mid century Hollywood director of sparkling romantic comedies. Um, but yeah, so it's lovely. If you guys haven't seen it, I I highly recommend it. Jimmy oh, Stewart, I'm adding it to my really list. It. <laughs> I, it's on my list, and I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now, and there's an Indian Tamil language version of it. Uh, oh really? Which I'm also like I I just love 
remakes of stuff. So that's so <laughs> um, cool. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, there's watch. like a few different versions. There's You've Got Mail. There's um, a musical of it with uh, Judy Garland that's like from the 50s. In the Good Old Summertime. Okay. That's right. Yeah. And they're all based on this like one original Hungarian play um, by the same playwright who wrote the play that the musical Carousel is based on. So this guy. He got around. <laughs> wow. But yeah, so it's it's That's very great. charming. Highly recommend it. Um, He's got my boy, Jimmy Stewart. Oh, yes, God. we love Jimmy Stewart over here. It's Christmas time. <laughs> oh, I'm screaming about something. Oh, God. That's so cool. That I'm was gonna... like the zombie of Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> <Yeah>. that was... <laughs> I'm back. <Yes>. Mary, Mary. <laughs> I have seen She Loves Me on on Broadway. The the <gasps> yeah. three or the three Broadway musicals I've seen in my life, one of them was that. Oh um, really? What were the other yeah. two? Huh? What were the other two? Well the other two were um uh what's it called? An American in Paris. Nice. And Hamilton. <laughs> three good ones, I gotta oh, say. Pretty good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure, if you have uh, to pick three, yeah. Yeah. Alexis, uh, other than The Preacher's Wife, do you have like a favorite Christmas movie that you always have to check out? Um, that's I know really you're the hard. Christmas movies. So. Yes, I. Um, in case people don't know, I uh, I watch Christmas movies. Um, I watch at least twenty five <laughs> in December. Uh, I've been so doing much. that since twenty thirteen. As it started as a fun thing, and now it's like a chore. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it would started out as like, oh, I'm just gonna watch one from December 1st to the 25th, just one a day. Mm-hmm. And then people, and then I would write like what I thought about it um, mm-hmm. on Facebook. And then people mm-hmm. were like, you should write a blog. So then I had a Tumblr for a minute. Um, it's still up. It just isn't. I haven't updated it in a while. And then I was like, I don't like writing. I'll just talk about it. So I started a podcast. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With, yeah. Love, love, love a podcast because then you don't have to write all the time. Um, yes. And uh, so we were doing the podcast uh, with my my co-host, Megan Meadows. Um, we did it for three years and then last year we just did instagram live videos this year we're doing the same thing um so i've seen at least 200 christmas movies and (laughs) yeah do you ever repeat or is it a new one every year i try to do a new one every year Uh, there were times when i did repeat some but um Mm -hmm. for like the podcast i would Mm -hmm. i wouldn't um try not i would try not to repeat stuff but Mm -hmm. uh my favorite one is probably hmm, <laughs> maybe Home Alone. Oh, That's a classic. That is I a like very it. good one. Um, good. Yeah. I also really liked, even though I saw this once, Anna and the Apocalypse. It I is don't know a that one. Zombie musical uh, about Christmas. Or Christmas what? zombie musical. Yes. Oh my god! Check Amazing. it out. I think you all will really like it. What? Oh my god! That's awesome. <laughs> that sounds fucking fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anna and the Apocalypse. Okay, we are definitely gonna have to check that out, Michael. Oh hell yeah! This looks fun. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Holly well, Molly. 
now is about the time that we would normally do fuck Mary Kill. But it's the it's Christmas Eve. We don't want to kill anybody. No. Probably or don't want to fuck anyone. You might be in anybody. your parents' house <laughs> <laughs> or get married. Yes. Because you don't want to share the occasion. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do things a little differently today. And instead, we're going to do a round of Christmas movie trivia. Oh, oh. Yeah. 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 Yes. Clap, kids. <laughs> <laughs> we're the adults are having fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up. We're trying to play a game. Uh, so <laughs> the way this will work is I have put together 10 very stupid questions about Christmas movies. And Michael and Alexis will be competing against each other to try to oh answer the most correctly. Guys, I will read the question. You will buzz in by saying your name. Whoever says their name first will get to answer. And Michael, I hope you're ready because like you are coming up against the Christmas Queen. I know. I'm going up against the Christmas Queen. The Christmas Queen and the what am I? Some kind of mouse or elf? I don't know. You're, yeah, yeah, you're 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 the elf. You're um I'm Stuart you're like Little, little over here. <laughs> you're like the little elf from Rudolph who right. wants to be a dentist. <laughs> Not oh. even a proper elf. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay guys are you ready i am ready yep yep are you in the christmas spirit absolutely i think so okay we're feeling festive i'm feeling pretty festive yes. yeah okay then let's get started question one alan rickman starred in two classic christmas movies die hard and alexis alexis please go ahead Love Actually? Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I knew it. I couldn't think of the title. I couldn't think of the title. Oh, no. Too slow, Michael. Too slow. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. All right. Question number two. Which legendary comedian and turf co-stars in Nora <gasps> Ephron's 1998 comedy, You've Got Mail? Ooh. Turf? A yeah. legendary comedian and uh, currently a turf. Oh, well, Oof, if I don't know who they are, then. You will know Alexis? who this person is. Alexis, go ahead. Um, See, I haven't seen this movie, but I want to say, oh, God, is Rosie O'Donnell a turf? <laughs> she is not a turf as far as I know. Oh, my God. Okay, so that's not oh, yeah, that's Michael, another... it's, not, it's yours to take. A legendary comedian in turf who is in You've Got Mail in a supporting role. Mm. Okay. Um, look, I haven't seen this movie. So um, <laughs> I didn't even know it was a Christmas movie until now. Yeah. Um, Same. But... I guess it's mar marginally a Christmas movie. Uh, 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 oh, God. Uh, Paula Poundstone? <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael, it's not Paula Poundstone. Thank God. Unfortunately, Thank God. the answer was Dave Chappelle. What? Oh, in that oh, oh fuck that guy. Oh, of God. Course, of that course. fucking dickhead. That fucking uh, uh, idiot. That's like, I knew that. I knew he was in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, piece of shit. I don't. When I think of the turfs, I he's not the first one that pops up in my brain, and he should Same. be because he's Fair the enough. most vocal. Um, I was thinking yeah, he's like, been busy with turfing lately. I was like, when was J.K. Rowling in yeah. a movie? That's what. 
what I thought too. It's because we just talked about Alan Rickman, and I was like, oh god, I guess. True, true, true. That was a tricky one. That was a tricky one. Tricky. All right, guys, shake it off. Shake it off. Okay. Move on to number three. Number three. All right. Number three. Okay. Todd Haynes's 2015 film Carol inspired the internet meme Harold Bear Blank. Oh God. <laughs> this is Todd Haynes's Carol. I know if Shelly was playing, Shelly would know the answer to this. Um, Shelly would know the answer because Shelly wrote the question. <laughs> <laughs> the the key word here is it's about the movie Carol. In the yeah. movie Carol, they're what? The two ladies are what? <laughs> Alexis? Alexis? Go ahead. Kissing? (laughs) Not kissing. (laughs) Carol. Close, close though. Close though. Carol. What is ask the question one more time? I think on this next try I'm going to know it. Todd Haynes's 2015 film Carol Mm -hmm. inspired the internet meme, quote, Harold there. Blank quote. Harold Blair blank quote. <laughs> huh. And the two women. What would you say that Carol is? Uh, Carol is a woman. Oh, Michael. The answer is Harold. They're lesbians. Ah, uh, see. Oh, you were so close, Alexis. Oh, <laughs> damn it! Now this one, both of you are going to be able to answer. So get ready on your your vocal trigger, your t- trigger tongue. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. In the documentary Pumping Iron, this famous Republican compares lifting weights to coming. What is uh, the my- name of this actor who also stars in the film Jingle All the Way? Michael. Michael, go ahead. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know that. I know that. Like coming. Uh. Like coming. You got to come. Oh, you got my to come. God. One come. Two come. Three come. You come three times in a day. It's like I'm coming night and day. I don't know what accent I'm doing. It was something. You know, you're taking a swing. Okay. Number five. Which star of Jaws 4 plays Ebenezer Scrooge in The Muppet's Christmas Carol. Alexis. Go ahead, Alexis. <laughs> Michael Caine. Yeah! Yes. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I had his last name. I was like, Kane, 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 Kane. What's Kane. the first one? <laughs> Mr. Kane. <laughs> sir Kane. <laughs> sir, sir Kane. Yes, yeah, Sir Michael Kane. <laughs> okay, number six. In the movie Gremlins, in which Phoebe Cates describes burning her father's Santa suit dress corpse in the chimney of her family home, Gizmo shouldn't be fed after what time? Michael. Go ahead, Michael. Midnight. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. I didn't even see that movie. I know that. Oh, nice. (laughs) It's just in the ether, the pop culture ether. (laughs) Number seven. Decades before Drew Barrymore flashed David Letterman on his late night talk show, 
Her great uncle Lionel Barrymore starred alongside Jimmy Stewart in which Christmas classic? (gasps) Alexis. Go ahead. It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah. Great movie. That's a good one. (laughs) Such a good movie. So so dark. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. All right. Number eight. Before, she married an HGTV twin who looks like if someone tried to draw Zachary Quinto with their non-dominant hand, Zoe Deschanel played the love interest of a George W. Bush impersonator in this family comedy. Alexis. Ah. Go ahead, Alexis. Elf? That's right. God damn it. Why does my name have so many syllables? Ah. Two? That's a lot. Mine it's has lot. more than you. And they're shaped. My syllables are difficult. We all have different syllables in our names, and my name is uniquely difficult for me to say. Michael. Oh, Michael's Michael, a famously hard to pronounce. Difficult name. name for people to pronounce. Michael. Yeah, it's hard. Hard. Yeah. Okay. Number nine. The recent rom-com, The Happiest Season, stars sexy forest witch Aubrey Plaza and this actor who self-identifies as, quote, so gay dude, end quote. Oh, Michael. Go ahead, ah, Michael. Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's my favorite. <laughs> she's my idol. <laughs> that movie is very interesting. I haven't seen that one. Mm, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Aubrey Plaza, so you know I'll give it that. Well, that's, yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, we're on to our last question. Uh-oh. Okay. This family classic about a violent sociopathic child stars the brother of the handsomest little slime puppy on HBO's Succession. Alexis? Go ahead. Home Alone? Yeah. <laughs> and we have a winner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, great work. <laughs> Excellent work from both of you, even though Alexis got double the score that Michael got. Hey, still look. To Michael. be fair, Michael, you held your own considering I've watched Every- most Christmas movies. Honestly, <laughs> it was an honor to be in the ring. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think considering the competition, you actually did a very admirable job. And I will give that to you, Michael. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, guys, this was just a absolute hoot and a holler and a blast. Yeah. <laughs> now, Alexis, uh, as we wrap up, would you like to let people know about any projects you've got going on, where they can follow you on social media, what work of yours they should check out? Sure. Uh, so on social media, you can follow me. Uh, well, I have a private account, but you know, if you just you just select, <laughs> yeah, you, you're ask nice. to follow me, and I'll, I'll open it up. Um, as long as it's not your page isn't like a bunch of shit that's like, um, I'll help you buy crypto or whatever. Like I can <laughs> tell it's a, a bot page, uh, then. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be a bot. Stay away, bots. Yeah. Don't be a bot. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> my Instagram is uh, at am underscore lmbr8. Now you sound like a bot. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Who is real on this? <laughs> Who's the bot? <laughs> you put in Alexis Lambright, and it's probably going to be me. Okay. Um, and also, please follow. Um, 25 days of xmas movies it's uh our uh, instagram page is at xmas movies podcast and um 
I think that's it. Since this episode is coming out, uh, or is it's Christmas Eve today? It's Christmas Eve. Yeah, today um, the day we are recording and uh, also releasing uh, is uh, Christmas uh, Eve. Um, <laughs> so, but I had a show um, called uh, Entirely from Memory at Littlefield in Brooklyn. But we also do it monthly, mm-hmm. um, in w- which we perform a different movie entirely from memory. Ooh, so there will be one is- in january and the rest of the month so stay tuned oh do you know what movie do you know what movie for january i don't know but for december uh it was <laughs> um a christmas carol every every december Aww. we do a christmas carol oh, oh, what day did that already happen it already happened on december 16th at 8 p.m at, at Littlefield. And um, mm. uh, so it's like a Christmas carol and then the audience will choose what we will do. Like there's like an intermission and then the audience will choose what other movie we'll do right then. Um, <gasps> and it was something else. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I bet. Another maybe. Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. I will uh, go back, go in, back time in time and see <laughs> what I can change about the Christmas present. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, if it were, you know, only four days before that, I'm sure you would have been right there. But but maybe you can still go back in time. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> it, yeah, I'm glad that we were able to fit in a little time travel at the end of the episode, even without I, that, Fuck, Mary Kill. That's really, I, I really just like the fuck, Mary kill because it lets me time travel and create a shared cinematic universe. Um, yeah. that, those we are the two still things. still got I, it, baby. I still like to do. That's excellent. Well, you can also follow us uh, on social media on uh, Twitter and Instagram at everyone is hot pod. That's everyone as in the numeral one, not O-N-E. Everyone is hot pod. Uh, and please go on to Apple Podcasts and rate us five stars. Leave us a little review. Uh, if you do give us five stars and you say in, re- in your review who your stealth sex symbol would be, we might just read it on the podcast. But if you don't, then don't even fucking waste our time with that. Yeah. Okay. Just fuck right off. Just, just, just give us the whole hug or no hug at all. <laughs> yeah. Don't give us any one of that one arm bullshit where you come one in from the bullshit. side. Like, fuck like, off. Gross. I'm I like, hate yeah. those hugs. Terrible. <laughs> 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 was that like everyone say fuck off at the same time? That was amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful, guys. Uh, this has been a delight. Alexis, thank you so much for coming on. This was Thanks so fun. This was a lot of fun. Thank yeah. you. And thank you, Michael. As oh, always. It's thank been you, Shelly. Oh. <laughs> All right. And thank you, dear listeners, dear Sugar Things. And if you could just do us one favor, just give us one gift this holiday season. Could you please stay? Stay. Horny. Oh, you did the face thanks. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's. That's very sweet. Because of Christmas and stuff. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.